Hello, friends. Welcome to Grace Thoughts, the radio ministry of Grace Connection Church with Pastor Tim Kelly. Grace Thoughts has been dedicated to preaching a clear gospel of grace for over 20 years. Here is Pastor Kelly. Now, what does that mean? That means they're not like us anymore. That means they're part of that Christian cult, as the Romans called it. But now in, in modern-day America, it's not really like that, and that's not bad, that's good. But sometimes I think we might take the, um, we might lessen the word a little bit. Would we have so many baptisms? I'm, I know one of the things in so many churches in America, they love to count their baptisms. We baptize this many, and we baptize that many, and we baptize this many. Well, before you baptize somebody, maybe if you said, you know, you might go to jail if you get baptized. Your baptism numbers may go down a little bit. You know, we're going to baptize you in the name of Jesus, but we are, well, you know, you might be beaten after church. You might not have people lining up for baptism class. Like, you know, I'm not criticizing that. I'm really not. What I'm getting at is important to understand this term identification. When they identified with Christ in baptism, they were linking their lives and hinging their lives on that identification. When Christ died, I died. My identity died. My sin died. My way of relating to life died. And it went into the grave with Christ. Now that's, that's sort of huge. That not only did it die, but it was buried there. And it's important that if you die, that you get buried. What happens sometimes in Christian lives is we I'm dead with Christ, but I don't really bury my old man. I don't really bury my past. Oh, my past is dead, but I never put it in the ground. And you know why we bury people? Because when, when life leaves the body, the body deteriorates. When Lazarus was in the grave for three or four, three days, and, and, and they, Jesus said, roll away the stone, what did the people there say? You know, Lord, he might stinketh a little bit. Because the flesh decays. So it's very important in, in the Jewish world today, in the Muslim world today, when you die, you're buried the same day. There's no one bombing, none of these things. The same day, because they know the body decays. And the body stinks. It's, you know, I don't have to get any more descriptive than that. So when I die to myself, I want to make sure I have a burial too. In other words, if I die, okay, I'm dying to this event in my past. Well, I want to bury it. There's no life. There's no life in my flesh. There's no peace in my flesh. There's no redemption in my flesh. There's no healing in my flesh. I want to bury that. Sometimes I think we need to plan a funeral for our, old, for our old nature. Now we know that when we're born again, our old nature died, but sometimes we, we use it still as a frame of reference. We need to plan a funeral. I want to have a funeral for my fears. I want a funeral for my insecurities. I want to have a funeral for my self-consciousness. 
I want to have a funeral for my lust. I want to have a funeral for my resentment and bitterness directed towards maybe my parents or something that happened in my past. I want to have a funeral to my self-consciousness. We have to see these things not only as dead, but also buried. And once they're buried, they're unretrievable. This Greek scholar Godet says this, Burial is the act that consummates the breaking of the last tie between man and his earthly life. If I'm going to understand resurrection life, I have to understand what's also buried. There came a point in my life where I had to say, bury my past. There came a point in my life where I had to bury how my parents brought me up. I loved my parents. And they weren't bad parents, but there are certain things like, uh, well, you know parents. My kids have the only perfect parents <laughs> that have made no mistakes, right? But I had, I had to come to a point where I had to bury certain things. Okay, that's not me. I'm not that insecure person. I'm not that self-conscious person. I'm not that person grubbing around trying to find approval and be patted on the back and be affirmed by man. I'm not that person. I'm a new creature in Jesus Christ. My affirmation comes from Christ. My approval comes from Christ. My, my God, God is the one in my corner. He's the one cheering me on. That old man of mine and all those old needs and all those fleshly living patterns that I had are dead and they are buried. Now, I've had a funeral for them. And after the funeral, there's nothing left to do but to go on in resurrected life. Verse 5. Since we have been united, and that word is a good word translated in life, um, with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. Now, that's the word sumphuntos. I actually had it up a little above that. And that's an amazing Greek word. That means from the same life source. It's a word that you can almost use to describe a Siamese twin. And one commentator actually used that illustration. That two, two, two individual brains living off the same body function, off the same organ base and stuff. Sumphuntos. Since we have been united with Christ in his death, we've been in life with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. So I'm not stuck in the grave. I'm being resurrected. Not to a, pre, a reconditioned flesh, but to a life that never was before. It's a brand new resurrected life. My, my, friends, my way friends, this is all present tense. In other words, that means every one of these verses are in the present tense. It means that's something that happened back then that is ongoing right now. It never ceases. This is as true now for you, the moment you make this, choose Christ, the moment you said yes to Jesus Christ, whether you know it or not, you were buried with Him, and you, were, you died with Him, and you were buried with Him. And positionally standing, you were resurrected with Him. And that may not be your experience yet, and that's why we're preaching this message, because it can be your experience, but that's the reality of heaven. That's the reality that took place when you were born again. Your old man, your old past was dead, was died the moment... Jesus Christ is, is finished, it died, it was buried, and Jesus saw you as resurrected, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, into a new creatureship. So you're brand new. Whether you know it or not, and the, surface, and the process or the purpose of this, these messages are for you to know it. 
to have you elevate your life beyond the grave and the death of the old man and the death of the past and the grip of your emotions and the feelings and, and the wounds and the insecurities and the fears and free you up into a new creatureship that Jesus Christ has for you. Verse 6, We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. Now, I probably need to stop here. I had this later in the message, but I wanted to find sin to you because this is very important. And this is what I saw in the commentaries and the sermon collections that sort of um, disappointed me a little bit. They took sin and they, and they really reduced it down to outward acts. No, whatever that sin is. And it's a bunch of sin. That is sin. Things that we do wrong outwardly is sin. Drunkenness is sin. Um, fornication is sin. Adultery is sin. Um, all those, those, are, those, those are sins. But this is much bigger than that. So I'm 53, and, and some of you, as you get older, you realize, you know, some of the things I used to want to do when I was a young man, I don't really want to do them as much, or I'm just too tired to. I'm getting too old to sin. Too much energy to sin. I just don't have the, the, I just don't have the energy anymore to sin. I'm just going to live a sinless life because I'm too tired to even try to. I'm being slightly facetious, but this isn't, this isn't in the picture here. Well, it's part of the picture, but this is a very small part of the picture. In, my, in the course of my year as a pastor, I, I, I have to confront and deal with many outward acts of sin that in people's lives, um, things that come to my attention, things that people come to me with and say, Pastor, I have this issue, I have that issue, I have this issue, and, and I appreciate that. But for every one case of those, I have 50 of people who have no peace with their past. They have poor self-esteem. They're thinking that everyone's mad at them, that God's mad at them. That are battling with loneliness, self-consciousness, self-orientation. Have no peace in their walk with God, no peace in their, in their, in their quiet place of their heart. For every one case I find that somebody dealing with an outward sin, there's 49 others of people just trying to find peace in their inner man. So pardon me if I don't deal that much. I know some of the folks like me to get hard and hard nosed with them, that outward stuff, and we'll bring it up from time to time. But that's in, in real life, boots on the ground ministry, my friends. That is not what I face every day. I face people that have never understood who they are in Christ. And so that's where I focus these messages. So sin, if that was plural, as you know this, that would in, talk about individual acts because it's singular. It's talking about the big picture. It's talking about the sin nature of man, your flesh, your old fleshly living patterns, what you do to meet the God-given needs, how you try to adjust this, this depraved nature to meet the needs that God has given you through your own strength. Flesh. That's how we define it. So he says, uh, he says that we know, verse 6, our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin, that old fleshly living pattern, so sin would lose its power. So he's saying that we were crucified with Christ so sin, that old nature of mine, will, won't have any power over me. 
That way I used to relate to life won't have any power over me. That way I used to think about how God thinks and I think about myself won't have any power over me. Sin has lost its grip because sin, that old nature, that old way I used to try to get my own needs met through my own strength, through manipulating human beings or, or whatever, however I would do that, that sin has been buried with Christ. I now have a new life. I don't look to get my affirmation on horizontally. I get it vertically. I don't look to get approved horizontally. I look vertically. I don't look horizontally to feel loved. I know I'm loved. I'm living a resurrected life. I'm looking to Christ to meet my needs. I'm looking for Christ to get my self-worth. I'm looking to Christ to, to feel good about me on the inside. And when that old man, that dead man that's been dead and buried tries to reach his hand out of the grave, I stop it down. Get back in there. You're dead. Stay dead. Don't come back to life. Don't breathe into him. Don't give him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. He stinketh. He wouldn't do that. Keep the corpse in the ground and, and walk in the newness of life, as the King James puts it so beautifully. Thank you for listening to Grace Thoughts, a ministry of Grace Connection Church. This is Pastor Kelly. If you live in the Bay Area, we would love to meet you. Our service times are Wednesdays at 7 p.m. and Sunday mornings at 9 and 10.30 a.m. Grace Connection Church is located at 4017 56th Avenue North, St. Petersburg. Or you can call us at 727-565-4674. Again, 727-565-4674. Or visit us on the web at graceconnectionchurch.org. Again, that is graceconnectionchurch.org. We hope we get a chance to meet you. Until then, keep thinking Grace Thoughts.